Get ready for the Organically Blunt Show, the podcast that dives deep into the world of cannabis with real informative conversations. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or just curious, light up and join the conversation. Let's get Organically Blunt. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. This evening, I have the opportunity and the pleasure to speak with a legend in the cannabis industry when it comes to organic gardening and books and more. He is an ace of all spades, or however you want to put it, a jack of all trades. And welcome to the show, Jeff Lowenfels. Right. See, you got it. Perfect. You know, that's not a hard name to pronounce. Uh, it's it's pretty right. easy. Yeah. Hey, a pleasure to be here. Kind of hard to follow in George uh, Jorge Cervantes footsteps. But uh, as we were talking before the show, uh, he and I started out together. I remember George and I in Seattle, we went to a, uh, we were at a garden writers conference. We had just met maybe, you know, a year ago, a year before, and we were sitting at a kind of a coffee shop drugstore. And he said to me, do you think I could make a living or money writing a book on marijuana? And I said, <laughs> of course you could, uh, but you'd be crazy to do it. So, you know, and he hmm. said, well, I think I'm going to. And so he did. And that Definitely. was, you know, I remember that day distinctly. <laughs> yeah, Man. he's a terrific guy. A lot of fun. We go way back. He and another gentleman named Tom Alexander, uh, who had a, who you should have on this show, by the way. I've uh, heard the a, name. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Sure. The, the reason we use the word Sansamia is because of Tom Alexander. He had a, 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 a first a mimeograph and then a magazine called Sansamia Tips. And he was okay. a great friend of George's. And so he and I and George uh, would occasionally speak at various conferences. And we're, we're known as the Three Amigos. Okay. <laughs> All right. Silly little story. But you should have Tom Alexander yeah. on. Terrific, Definitely. terrific. terrific. I've, I've heard yeah. the name. You know, I, like I said, okay. I come from a small town. But I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. And um, another podcast Ted Hussey does and Chad Westport um, called Dope History. And um, they yeah. had him on, yeah. on there, and it was a great episode. And I became addicted to it. And like I told him, I I binge binge listened, and I can't say watch, listen. Sure. Uh, yeah. Their whole first episode, their whole first season, besides the last one that came out today, which if yeah. anybody out there hasn't listened, check it out, guys. Dope history. It's a great podcast. Um, and they dropped one today with um, who was it? Uh, Tommy Chong. Yeah, that's who it was. Sorry. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I've and, interviewed uh, him a couple of times. Fun guy. Yeah. Definitely. And I haven't had him on here yet, neither. It's not that I don't want to. I just haven't reached out. I've been on yep. a one-man show, show here, so I do the whole shebang myself from production sure. to lining people up to the whole nine. And uh, I just haven't reached out yeah. because I just... As I grow, I don't want to get too big for my britches, as I tell people. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to jump into not being able to offer enough back for people. So I had to grow the audience a little bit. Now we're in our second year here, and it's starting to get where I want it to go. And um, we we've met a lot of cool people. I've had a lot of interesting guests this year already, such as yourself. So with that being said, you have developed a numerous hat of things that you wear you're i've yeah. read you're an you're an author you yep. you've been writing a column which i would like you to touch on for 47 years i was gonna say 41 yeah. but i listened to your latest yeah. uh podcast yeah. this, and i was like 47 yeah. i better remember that that's impressive yeah, never missed a day yeah well, you know, uh, yeah, I write a garden column, and and actually, I'm about to start a podcast, sort of based on not only the column but my books. I'm I'm a okay. I, I like to think of myself as a scientific-based gardener, not okay. a myth-based gardener. Sure. So you know, in the gardening world, the cannabis world is part of the gardening world. There are, there are all of these myths out there that people follow, and you know, we garden, we do this and that because our grandmother did it, and you know, we don't we don't really understand that there really actually is science behind what should be done. And uh, ever since my first book came out, Teaming with Microbes, that's that's what I concentrate on. I concentrate on 
the science, not 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 just the science that's in my books, but also the new science that that is developed. And and in fact, the last big new science thing that developed resulted in uh, a fourth book. Uh, so I've got I've got a fourth book called Teaming with Bacteria, and it discusses something known as the Razophagy cycle, which no one ever heard of, uh, and yet no. uh, all plants that have root hairs take in bacteria, strip off some of the nutrients in the cell walls of the bacteria, and then force the bacteria to produce fixed nitrogen inside the root cells, wow. and then force the bacteria to form root hairs, spit themselves back out into the soil, regrow and renutrify their their cell walls, and then repeat the process again, rhizophagy. So it's part of the soil food web we didn't know about because we didn't have the microscopy to be able to see it, and now we do. So, yeah, that's so that's kind of stuff I, I, I like to do. Definitely. So essentially, it's like a soil recycling system in, it, in, in, in its way. Yeah, you know, in a way, I guess I put it this way. So the original soil food web, Dr. Elaine Ingham's soil food web uh, that we all know and love, you know, it's it, it's a farming system. The plant puts this exudate out into the soil, attracts bacteria and fungi, farms them, gets more and more and more of them. They in turn attract uh, the, their predators, nematodes and protozoa, who eat the bacteria and fungi, poop out the excess, and then move the stuff back. It moves into the plant. Okay, so that, that's right. the basic way it works. That's like farming. You put the fertilizer out, you grow stuff, you know, and then you then you harvest it. Well, yep. this new new part of the soil food web, some of those bacteria that are attracted by the exudates, they don't they don't get eaten. Instead. They are attracted by a signal from the plant root, the cell itself, and wow. they move into it. They do all this neat stuff, uh, and then they end up back out in the soil again. Very much in many ways, not uh, sort of similar to. So we got the bacteria that get eaten and pooped out, the fungi they get eaten and pooped out. We get bacteria under this rhizophagy cycle that move into the plant, and we have fungi, mycorrhizal fungi that also don't get eaten but move into the plant get stuff for the plant and bring it into the plant. And so anytime anybody gardens, grows anything, cannabis in particular, and sterilizes the seeds, you're interrupting the bacteria, you're destroying the fungi, uh, you uh, messes up the soil by rototilling, you're breaking up the, the soil, yep. uh, you're ruining the fungi, you're moving the bacteria around. Uh, there are all sorts of things that we do, you know, because we think that that's what we're supposed to be doing because that's what everybody's always done that have no scientific basis whatsoever and often are counter to what we really want to have happen. So there we go. Definitely. You know, and, and touching on that a little bit, I, I just got a story. I always pop off with little stories of things I see and we kind of track off and we track back. So that's just kind of how it sure. works here. But, um, yeah. you know, I have a friend that's a breeder here and, and he's out of Detroit and, um, he is he goes by sofem genetics and he sent some packs to a customer i seen the post in his facebook group this afternoon and the guy you know like you said stripping the bacteria the guy did you know the the what i call bro science test and put some peroxide in with his water to germinate his seeds well he put so much in there that they they germinated and they had great tap roots but all the tap roots were already starting to turn brown and and my, and my buddy that's a breeder, he's like, oh, I don't know if them are gonna take bud, but you can give it a shot. And I'm like, yeah. he's like, I just no. did ones with soil and water only. He popped a hundred for his breed, his phenol hunt. He said, and 97 of them took. He said, so yeah, you don't need the peroxide. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but here, here here's the deal. So, and you and this is all covered in the fourth book. Uh, teaming sure. with bacteria. If you haven't read it, uh, I always tell people, now I'm telling people, read Teaming with Microbes first. Sure. The second one should be Teaming with Bacteria. But here's what happens. So you've got bacteria that are inside the plant, different kinds of bacteria than in are in the root system. These are called endophytic bacteria that travel throughout the plant. They do all sorts of things 
they produce plant hormones, phytohormones. And so they can okay. they can do things for the plant, which is why the plant allows them to live inside the plants itself. So, so what happens is they, they get trapped in the flower. And as that flower converts into a seed, they're trapped in the seed. And okay. those are the bacteria in those seeds that the plant wants so that when the seed germinates, the germination is helped by the bacteria, but the bacteria hop off the seed, get into the soil, some of them go into the plant, get into the soil and create the bacterial mix that the plant needs. Fascinating and very important. So if you use hydrogen peroxide, you're killing some of the bacteria, if not all of the exactly. bacteria. And by the way, if you kill the bacteria, you don't get root hairs. All right. root hairs are formed by these bacteria. Now, the second, the second thing is that that when you, well, I, I guess we should just sort of basically leave with that. Don't sterilize. Uh, and in fact, you really should probably try to use the same soil you used last time because it's already got bacteria in it uh, and exudates and all sorts of goodies. Uh, these new bacteria are going to live on. Now, another amazing thing. Yeah, that, that comes out of these bacteria are the bacteria that are in the trichomes. Okay. What we didn't realize until Dr. James White and his students at Rutgers University discovered about a year or so ago is that there are bacteria, this, these endophytic bacteria, inside the trichomes. Those wow. wonderful things that we know contain mm -hmm. the goodies that we want. Right, exactly. not the least. Yep. Yep. Right. And we've always said those trichomes are there to prevent the plant from getting uh, burned by UV rays. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think that's myth. Uh, because right. what what Dr. White discovered uh, is that these bacteria are produced. Yep, I think we lost you there. Uh-oh. The plant. Oh, oh we oh, got you back. We lo we lost you there. Yeah, oh. your signal got a little choppy there for a second. Sorry about that. Getting so excited I probably knocked That's the, a, that, that's all right. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, you it know? happens. So what happens is so these bacteria are in the trichome and they're multiplying and they're fixing nitrogen. Now, if you know wow. anything which I didn't I didn't know this, so why would anybody? In order to fix nitrogen, you need to have a lack of oxygen. And in order to get rid of the oxygen, oh, oh, guess what happens? The plant cell, the trichome cell, sprays the bacteria with cannabinoids and flavonoids to prevent the oxygen from interfering with the nitrogen fixing process. So that is what's happening inside. You're getting a buildup of nitrogen, but that's only because you're getting a buildup of trichomes, uh, not trichomes, of, of uh, cannabinoids, terpenes, and flavonoids, which the, ah, what a beautiful system. So now we know Definitely. what's going on in those trichomes and why they're filled with these wonderful substances that give us this terrific impact. Man, that's impressive! Wow, yeah. you know, yeah, like I, like I said, and, you know, and I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to talk to George about it because, folks, I don't think George has finished the book yet. I'm not sure he's read the book, but you just heard what's going yep. on, and definitely, that's you're way out in the forefront because you're listening to organically blunt. Thank you very much for doing that. Definitely. Just a little ad for you there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll use that definitely. You know, and. You know, if he hasn't read it, I, he's just as guilty as he I will. Of course, I, he's I, I haven't picked it up yet, but I am definitely going to be because I have a bookshelf next to me and it has all your books on it except for that one. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and, I, and more important, my publisher loves it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you know, I I became a nerd. I guess you'd say a soil nerd. And, and a good friend of mine, he lives a little ways north of me here. He owns a soil company and he's a geologist. And he's like, 
talking mm-hmm. to me about organic soil and we're getting into it and I'm slowly coming back that way because I was an outdoor organic grower with my grandfather who passed mm-hmm. away unfortunately two years ago before Christmas oh, I found him because yeah. of COVID and uh, oh. he uh, he taught me a lot of outdoor organics that were very basic right. not scientific yeah. but basic yeah. and um, sure. we grew that way and then I met this guy when I had to become a medical patient and he helped me get my card because he had a clinic. And cheers, high on homegrown. Cheers and famous garden. Cheers, everybody joining us. We have some people from Thailand. Sorry to cut off. Cheers. And um, well, long story short, he he handed me your book on the counter, and I was looking at it, and yeah. I'm like, well, I'm gonna pick this book up. I'm like, this is interesting. And he reads all kinds of books on soil, and then I, you know, it just started becoming. Um, basically, uh, yes, we are high on homegrown. We are live. Yes. And that's probably yep. Mackie. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, um, long story short, well, I, uh, I steamrolled into meeting more people in the organic side of things. You know, I talked to queen of the sun grown. Now I've talked to a few other people. We got a lot of good information coming to the point that I wanted to bring that organic gardening back indoors. Because I, I, I didn't yeah. know how to do it. Like I said, I come from a small yeah. town. So yeah, I partnered up with um, three different soil brands. We're coming out with a soil series. Um, no, you didn't distract me, Mackie. Um, we have a soil series coming up in the next couple of weeks. I actually have my re-amended soil, what I call baking right now. We're working with Builder hmm. Soil, and we put in all organic amendments and a craft mm-hmm. 3.0 blend into some uh, re-amended coastal main soil. That's going to go up against the pro mix. That's going to also go up against the so human living soil. And we just want to see what it can do there. But then, you know, my, my ultimate goal eventually after this run, what I'm really excited for is my buddy that owns the soil company and Jeremy, where we're all working together and we're going to put a three by three living soil bed into a five by five gorilla grow tent. And I'm going to, I'm going to adapt it that way and probably use it like a blue mat system or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there are a lot of indoor, uh, I mean, let me, let me back up a second to me. If you're, if you're growing cannabis and it's not organic, I don't want it. And you shouldn't want it either. Okay. So the second thing is uh, the good, the good dispensaries sell organic cannabis, ask for it. Uh, the, okay. the good grow places are organic, indoors and outdoors. It's really easy. It's really not different indoors than it is outdoors, except you're constrained in space. So you, you know you gotta you gotta you gotta go there. That's just sort of the bottom line. You gotta seek out the ingredients that you need to have so that everything you touch is organic, because that's the way to go. This is a medicine we're putting into our Definitely. body. The 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 uh, concept of of living soil and microbes is what makes it work. It's what makes it clean, and you just have to keep an eye on stuff uh, to make sure that the soil food web isn't getting out of balance. And and it's easy to do. You just have yep. to pay attention, and you have to buy into the system, which is easy now. You mentioned that you're making soil and you want to see whether it's better than the other soil and you've got a couple of different yeah. kinds of soil. Yep. And yep. Maybe you want to test to see whether your soil is better than the pro mix, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yep. By the way, the pro, the pro mix contains mycorrhizae or they okay. say mycorrhizae. I have, a, I have a fight with them all the time. about <laughs> They actually contain mycorrhizal fungi that form mycorrhizae once they attach to a root. So uh, there's a difference between mycorrhizae and mycorrhizal fungi. They form mycorrhizae. But um, uh, so for years, I tried to figure out how do I know whether what I'm doing works? I don't have a big enough test system uh, to put in 5,500 plants to see whether half of them are responding and half of them. So uh, a friend of mine, uh, and now them two friends, because I, I met the uh, inventor, came up with a system that now is encompassed in something called the macroscope, which is a wow. little lunchbox that you buy. Yeah, it's okay. 150 bucks, but a lunchbox. And it's got 10 or 15 tests in it 
that you take a, a go through the system. It's very easy to do. Mix it. Uh, you do it right out in the field, a little bit of your soil, and you can test your soil to determine what the microbial biomass is in the soil. In other words, what's the microbial life like in that soil? And it only costs five to ten dollars per test. Okay, wow. Because it depends on whether, whether you buy the microbiometer, which you can get at www.microbiometer.com. Uh, okay. It depends on wh whether you get it on sale or not. But but uh, it, it tells you what the bio... So if I put your soil... I take a test. Sure. I then put your soil down. And then three or four weeks later, I don't look at the plant. I'm going to take another test. And that sure. test will have a different microbiometer biomass wow. number. And and you read it with your phone. It, oh, it's wow. very, very scientific. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it gives you a number. And you can tell whether you're teeming with the microbes. Is your biomass going up or is it going down or is it staying the same? So that's the kind of stuff that I'm going to be pushing on my podcast. We've got Man. to try to be scientific about that stuff as we go through it. Yeah. So sorry. Man, about that's that. awesome. No, that's cool because I might have to actually look into that. That would be great. For oh yeah, great, you should. You great, should. Great results for the upcoming season. Uh, you know, that will be great. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and you, you know, can test, you can, you can test other products, obviously. So you, you get mm -hmm. a compost tea that you make. Did it work? Did it add right. or did right. you, know, you do a test? So that, that's kind of well, nice then, thing. Then, then, then you can find out who's really blowing smoke, as we call it here, you know. And uh, right, uh, that that might be interesting. You know, I might get myself in trouble in the long run there because I've Hard I've done say. some, Hard. you know, and that's why we're organically blunt, you know, is because I've done some reviews in the past, and I'll admit the companies yep. weren't too happy on what I had to say, you know, and you yeah, I yeah. keep it, I keep it right to the point, and that's just how I am. And but you know, with that being said, I like to ask a lot of fun questions too on this show, sure. and I would like to ask a few just to kind of get into the history of you. Now, okay, I, if I read correctly, you reside out of Alaska. Right. Anchorage. Okay. I, I have a friend from there. But um yeah. How is the weather right now? Oh, that's there, the other that's the mind? other guy up here. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so yeah, what was the yeah. what was the second half of the so question? The, so the question is first off, how's the weather there? And I know you mentioned that you grow auto flowers. I want to get yeah. into that before I get into the fun stuff, fun, fun stuff. So sure. Sure. I wanted to touch yeah, on that weather, because there's it's, There's a lot of people that cold. grow auto flowers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's 27 degrees here. Uh, and it's sunny. Uh, okay. It was 7 degrees yesterday. You know, so it's it, it's popping up and down around there. Uh, yeah. We do our growing indoors. Uh, and that's one reason why I got into auto flowers. The other reason, I, and by the way, Tom Alexander, who I mentioned before, uh, is is uh yep i'm doing a, i'm doing a podcast but we'll, we'll we'll have organically blunt let you know when it happens uh but uh uh the the uh uh tom alexander told me about auto flowers and it piqued my interest for two reasons one is we've got this long winter you can't grow outdoors i'm not going to go out and heat a, heat my outdoor greenhouse uh right. and you have to have lights etc cetera, et cetera. two uh in the summertime here in the land of Matanuska Thunderfuck, uh, the light doesn't become, the days don't become shorter than the nights until the equinox at the end okay. of September, middle of September. That's when plants begin to set flower. Wow. They have to have days that are shorter. I mean, uh, uh, days that are shorter than the, Excuse me, how did that work? Yeah, days that are shorter than the nights. The nights have to be longer to trigger flowering in sativa. Ah, okay. Autoflowers, you don't have that problem. So uh, I really got interested in autoflowers uh, and started fooling around with them. And oh, my God. So when they first, you know, sometime around 2003, the first commercial autoflower came out. And the flower itself was maybe 
uh, two inches long. The plant wow. itself was maybe four inches long. Man, yeah, it was a junky, stupid little thing. It was fun. Uh, you put it on your <laughs> desk. But by 2010, 2015, the autoflower industry had changed. People laughed at, at autoflower breeders. They're not laughing anymore because no. now there's auto autoflowers that are supplying dispensaries. They are yep. phenomenal. They have every bit the same THC. They let me put it this way: their uh, trichomes operate exactly like the trichomes fixing nitrogen, having uh, a, a, an oxygen-free environment because of the cannabinoids and the terpenes and the flavonoids, just like the indicas and the uh, sativas. So, you know, that, that's gone. Uh, and they're so easy to grow, and you can get them from seed to harvest in 100 days and less. And, yep. whoo, beautiful, beautiful, tasty weed. Uh, it's so much fun. So definitely, yeah, definitely. Auto, it's to me, auto flowers is the only way to go. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. I, I, I can see yeah, why. To, definitely, to, you know, with the, with the way your season is, you know, I've got a few questions that have popped in my head because well, I, well, but I, let me go I, one step. Let me go one step one, one step further on the auto flowers. If you plant okay. auto flowers at an outdoor grow, I think it's uh, uh, on, on two foot centers. You end up with about four to six thousand pounds of cannabis, harvestable, usable. Uh, wow. If you were doing that, if you were doing that with regular sativa or indica, you might end up with two to four thousand pounds. So people really need to take a look again if you're commercial uh, on the use of auto flowers. But if you're just a, an average guy like me and you, uh, well, maybe not you, but an average guy like me, you gotta get into them. They're just too much fun. Uh, and you really, you really impress the heck out of yourself. And once we Definitely. really get it legal, we're going to be able to buy starts in the springtime at the nurseries. You know, at Christmas time, they'll design them. They'll they'll grow them in flower and put little ornaments on them. You'll buy them in the flower department. You know, as as soon as that happens. Definitely. And definitely. we should we should make it happen. Why don't we take this crap for? You know, awesome. this is our plant. Yeah. This is our time. Okay, I'm Definitely. done. I'm off my soap. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. This is all about you. You know, whatever you want to talk about, <laughs> you know, I just have questions, you know, because I'm, I'm curious and I, I'm very sure. small town. You know, I am an yeah. autoflower grower and you you answered a lot of the questions that I was trying to prove to some of my buddies that are probably out there sure. listening. You know, they're, they're, sure. they're telling me, oh, autoflowers aren't as strong. Autoflowers aren't as good. Uh, they don't produce as much. And I'm like, listen, Wrong. one, you're about your yeah. training. Two, I think my autoflowers might be stronger than my photos sometimes. And they turn out more beautiful. I developed, Yeah. today is 15 months that I've lived in my house. Um, 15 months ago, I was homeless. Like I mentioned, I lost mm. my grandfather. I went homeless mm -hmm. for 10 months for a, a mm. little bit of time there. And this is how I got into autoflowers. It's kind of a funny story, but a long way around it. Let me just say that uh, I, I lived with a buddy. He offered me to stay with him after, after my grandfather passed and I didn't have nowhere to go. I stayed there for a little while, but it got to the point that I was paying more to live with him than it was to own my own home. And, um, Long story short, I needed my medicine because I've been a med patient for since it's basically been introduced here in Michigan. And um, I w developed a what they call space buckets, but I call them grow bucket system. And I mm -hmm. was growing two plants in these five gallon bucket systems I made. And, and I had computer fans running it and all that fun stuff at the, in the original design. And I was growing autoflowers. And there, and everybody kept saying, oh, they're not as good. So I started giving people a little taste here and there and just not telling them. And they're like, man, this is phenomenal. You got any more? And I'm like, well, yeah. honestly, it's small batch. You know, like it's an autoflower that I grew in a three-gallon insert in a five-gallon, inside a five-gallon bucket. Like they couldn't believe it. But it, I love my autoflowers. I actually have two going right yeah. now. Um, yeah. I have wedding cake and Jack hair going. So. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, great. I love what it came. Yeah, I mean, and there's so many different varieties. The breeders are just so great. Uh, it's autoflower.net is the uh, internet site uh, if you want a reliable uh, source. And it's just they get better and better and better and better. And now, you know, now there are 
basically, they're probably maybe even more, but they're basically two kinds now. There's the regular, you know, which get up to be, yeah, you know, there may be, they'll yep. get up to be two feet. And then there's the three to four footers, oh, auto wow. flowers. Whoa. Okay. And they're all, you know, and there's, I call them super autos and they're all cola. So it's really a beautiful Man. thing. And, Definitely. and, uh, I wrote a book called T, uh, let's see, DIY auto flowering cannabis. Okay. Uh, it's a different publisher than, than the timber publisher, uh, DIY auto flowering cannabis. It's not a, it's not a book for anybody listening to this show. Cause you all are mm -hmm. all growers and good, smart people. It's a, you know, it's a book for your uncle, uncle Bob and aunt Sally, cause they should be growing this stuff. There, there right. was a contest for a, a long time, growing them in those little red plastic cups. Yep. Solo cups. That's all yep. you need. A little teeny solo cup. Now, I don't want you buying those cups. We don't want to be reused. You know, it's plastic. Right. We got to get rid yes. of plastic. You should be planting yep. in cow dung, you know, cow manure bots or whatever, but, uh, uh, you know, or cloth or something of that sort. But, yep. but yeah, it's an easy, easy plant. And, and you know, if you want to get your parents, in, in, you know, into a great little hobby so that they understand what you do, this is it right here. Auto flowering cannabis. DIY auto flowering cannabis. <laughs> definitely definitely you wherever know, great books are sold definitely yeah and you 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 make another point that i mentioned just not too long ago you know i i drive i deliver all over my city and stuff for a living mm -hmm. and i went to one of the one of the uh dispensaries just popped in while i was near a delivery zone and all the customers were like mid-60s or extremely what i call um green to the industry like just probably turn mm. 21 for legalization yeah. here and it's like yeah okay if these people really knew how to grow it and we could teach them imagine what we could do you know definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah i mean in buying seeds i mean it's very we're stuck here in alaska right now. i'm trying i got to start working on this a little bit but they, they include you're allowed to ship seeds in the United States in the United States mail because it's not you know it's not right. a THC part. But uh, in Alaska, they the definition of marijuana, which is a word I hate, it should be cannabis. Uh, yep. Every time you use the word marijuana, you're you're taking your hat off and you're putting Harry Anslinger uh, on a on a pedestal. He's the guy that you know resulted in illegation of 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 of, of uh, marijuana. Uh, so yeah, so, but but the definition of marijuana in Alaska includes the seed, so it's it's questionable whether we whether I could write a column, and I do occasionally write about cannabis in my columns, uh, whether I could tell people that they can go out and buy seeds, which is silly. I mean, my God, of right? Yeah. So we gotta that's gotta be fixed up all around the country. I don't know. I don't know how it is in Michigan. You know, I guess you guys are legal now. Yep, we're 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 medically legal and recreationally legal for 21 and up. If you're 21 and up, you're yeah. allowed 12 plants. Yeah, do they do they do uh I haven't done any conference. I do conferences all over the place, but I haven't done any in Michigan. I, I probably should get down there, but we actually um, have a, the hash bash is coming up April 1st, hmm. and that's been going on mm -hmm. since the 70s, and that's in Ann Arbor. And they've been advocating for legalization since the 70s. And it's done yeah. right down there. And it, it, it's going to be amazing. And then we have, you know, we have an, a lot of people that are fighting for the legislation and everything like that. And we have some great big events going on here and stuff like that. But some of it is corporatized. And um, yeah. tomorrow, actually, tomorrow evening, um, 10 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, we will be talking with Michigan Gems and Genetics, and they'll be talking about the advocacy and the legislation and their upcoming events because they're all for the mm -hmm. caregiver and the caregiver rights. So it's sure, going to be a very sure. interesting episode tomorrow night as well. Right. And, right. Yeah. Um, you know, that, you know, I scratch my head, you know, say caregiver, if it's not organic, what kind of care are you giving? You know, uh, exactly. So I, I, exactly. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So one of these yeah. days I'll get down. I'll, I'll get out to Michigan. You, if you find the right conference, I'll you know let them know. Definitely, I, definitely. I love to get. To so, you need. Yeah, but, you but, need to. You need to check out Big Cloud Farms. They're doing big things out here. Um, hmm, hmm, um, on Instagram, it's Big Cloud Presents. That's the new thing, and they just mm -hmm. got back from uh, Spanibus. So they went over oh, yeah. and we're yeah. looking how they do things and. 
talking with sure. the people over there and stuff like that. And uh, they work with, um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. They call, his name is Fang. And I think he's from over there. And he comes and does a lot of things over here too. Um, he's hmm. Fang Cannabis yeah. on Instagram. I don't know him that well, to be honest. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm still yeah. learning everybody. But, you know, sure. that, steam rose, that steam rose into the fun questions that I want to ask. And sure. That, sure. that being, okay, when was the first time you came across cannabis and where would you get it from? Oh, you mean when? Well, I, I came across like it, consumption. Uh, when did I first consume it? Yeah, yes. I was a fresh freshman, sophomore, freshman at co college. Um, okay. I'd, I'd come across it many times at Goody Two Shoes uh, <laughs> until I major. I majored in geology, and one of my buddies in geology uh, convinced me that it was time to get stoned, and so we <laughs> went to his dorm room one night. And put on, uh, I don't know, some records, albums, yeah. and puffed on this pipe probably for about an hour. And finally, I said to him, "I think I'm stoned." And we went out and got something <laughs> to eat, and I and I knew I was stoned as I was wandering around uh, Cambridge, <laughs> pretty freaking stoned. But yeah, so that oh, was yeah. the beginning. Uh, I remember going to my geology class the next morning. And uh, I was still a little stoned, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah, so that was that. Yeah, that, definitely, was, that definitely. was back in 1968, probably. 1968. So right around Woodstock. That, that, uh, that, that hadn't been a fun era. Yeah, my brother had tickets to Woodstock, but he didn't go. So he's oh, left Oh, man. Still a pretty valuable memento, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. I wouldn't. I would. I would be. I would be holding on to them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that that steam rolls into my second question that I always ask. Sure. You know, you said you got, you got high, you got hungry. So what is your go-to munchie when you're high? Like everybody has one. Yeah. Well, of course that depends on where you are. Um, <laughs> you know, here in Alaska, uh, you know, I mean, I, anything's a munchie. I, I, if you open a if if there's an open container of cookies, they're gone. That oh, one wow. sitting. <laughs> uh, so I would say cookies would be a would be a big one. Uh, I'm pretty pretty fond of uh, of uh, you know chocolate chip mint ice cream. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and uh, well, any chocolate, of course. Uh, yeah, that's about it, right there. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Right. Uh, definitely. Definitely. So, you know, have you, I'm sure you've been a lot of different places. I even read, you know, I guess, you know, from my understanding, you got shot one time. Oh yeah. 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 Man. Boston. I, I, that's insane, man. That's crazy. But definitely, yeah, you know, and, and where that, that just kind of goes into my next question. And that being where has been the most risque place you've partaked that you can talk about Whew, boy that i can talk about Ooh, i mean i've done I've, I've done weed in a lot of different places uh, you know i'm an attorney as well sure 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 uh, yeah i i read that uh, as well <laughs> so there you know, you know what? I'm losing you there a little bit. Uh oh, I lost you. Uh oh. Oh, I, oh, you're cutting in and out there, sir. Well, he must have lost his signal there. So hopefully we can get him back here, guys. You know, definitely. Yeah, sorry about that, Mackie. And I will get the information on his upcoming podcast here. I'm hoping he, he gets reconnected here. You know, he's definitely an inspiration. A lot of us, oh, we lost him there. Yeah, definitely, guys. I apologize for that. Hopefully he can get back in. His connection must not be very stable where he's at right now. Um, but definitely, you know, we've had a great conversation with him. I don't want to end yet. I'm going to give them a few minutes here, but I'm going to talk about our upcoming soil series and 
some of the other things that we got going on, if you guys don't mind, and kind of hopefully he'll pop back in here. I'll, I'll keep an eye out and see if he doesn't email me or message me here. But, um, you know, we are doing an upcoming soil series tomorrow. We're going to have an episode on some upcoming events happening in Michigan, but that's not the only thing that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about advocacy and rights on the legislation and just things happening in the industry as a whole. Um, Michigan Gyms and Genetics is a very educated person in, when it comes to the industry. So it, I want see a lot of you guys come over and check it out, but I will definitely, you know, let him know that you guys want him on the show, Mackie, because as we know, I will be coming up on your guys' show here in, I think it's about a week or so, maybe two weeks. I'd have to check the date. I know it's on my calendar, but I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I apologize, but I will be on the high on homegrown podcast myself. So It'll be great. Definitely. Awesome. I can't wait to hear the content you guys produce with them. I don't. Hello, Bubba Hawk. Welcome to the Organically Blunt Show. So nice of you to join us. Cheers. You know, I don't. Yes, I think it is the 28th. Matter of fact, thank you for correcting me on that. You know, and we'll be on the High on Homegrown Show. I'm sorry that we lost connection with Jeff this evening. Things happen, you know. We have a lot of different things coming on. I am planning a spring fling. I haven't done a lot of talking about it because I want to get to a decent amount of subscribers before the company that I work with are looking to give away a lot of stuff. So tell your friends to subscribe, click that bell, click that thumbs up because we need that support in order to give back to you guys, the community. You know, I have, uh, a lot of different things lined up. You know, I'm going to be giving away some genetics. I'm going to be giving away a bong, a gorilla grow tent, and a bunch of other things. It's going to be a live event, and we're just going to definitely, you know, show support to the community and the people who support us. So we just want to get back and kind of give everybody a chance to get a jump start on their spring growing. So with that being said, you know, I will be – uh, definitely re releasing the information soon. Well, last I checked at 400 and some odd subscribers, I would really, and I'm hoping it goes faster and I'm working to give you guys as much content as I can, you know, with being on the road, but I definitely, you know, please, please share this video because it supports us and it helps us grow so we can get back to you guys. That's, I'm, I hate to be a beggar. I just, I don't ask a lot, but I figured I would ask now because I want to be able to offer this stuff to you guys. And that being said, I've got about mm, 450 or so subscribers before I want to release this contest. So the sooner we get to that number of around 900 is the sooner that these guys are going to be willing to do what we want them to do is get back to the community, you know, and we're going to do a whole live episode. So it's going to be great for everybody. So I appreciate everybody's support. Once again, like I said, I apologize that Jeff got disconnected. Not much I can do about it. I appreciate the support, Bubba Hawk. I, I appreciate everything and everybody that comes over here and listens to this, you know. Um, if anybody has any questions right now, I'm more than willing to answer them and give out any shout outs to anybody out there. Welcome to the organically blunt Tr Tristan. I can't pronounce your last name. I'm not even going to try because I don't want to butcher it, but welcome. And it's a pleasure to have everybody here, you know, definitely. So I am in the next soil series. I just want to talk about that a little bit, kind of touch on it. You know, I'm going to come out with a formal introduction on it, but while we're here, I figured why not out for the next 15 or min minutes or so, I'll just talk about some of the upcoming Oh, we got him back. Here we go. Awesome. So here we go. I don't Hold think on. he's got, I don't, I'm not sure if he's got video. Stop video. Oh, troubleshoot. Looks like this camera's locked by another. Oh, no. We got you on audio, but it's a little choppy, to be honest. You're cutting in and out. Oh, no. Okay. Super chat. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how you do that, to be honest. I'm using Melon app. I'm not using StreamYard. So 
I'm sorry about that, Tristan. And if you do, shoot me a message. If you know something I don't know about this software, please educate me because I've been trying to learn. I reached out to him because Stream StreamYard had great giveaway software on their platform. And this is a product of StreamYard, but they don't offer the same thing. So I'm trying to get to that part. I don't know OBS. I'm not a... Uh, technological person anymore. I graduated college in 2006 with an associate's degree in applied science and graphic communications with a minor in marketing. Um, that's why I'm kind of good at graphic design and that's about it. But my tactics are old. I started out in HTML Nobel uh, programming and I did not like working in the coding and on the inside of the computer. I like working on it. So I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I want, I want definitely, I've got, I've got the, I've got the, um, um, the watch hours down. That is not a problem. It's the subscribers and it's not the monetization that I'm really worried about because I know it's going to be very small and they're not going to give back a whole lot being that we are cannabis related because a lot of our content is a one live two it's age restricted and it, it it's a shame it really is but we don't have a patreon because i told myself i wanted to build the audience and build the community i don't want to ask for anything from anybody so i funded everything myself as far as we go you know i use an xll mic i don't i don't use usb microphones like a lot of people do i'm kind of old school like a radio station because I actually have worked in radio and I use an old school mixer. Um, and that was not ex cheap. That was extremely expensive. I bought a 4k webcam, which I might be updating the feed to 4k, but I don't know if it'll run at 4k. It's supposedly supposed to be running at 1080 right now, but a lot of our videos are saying 720. I'm in Michigan. And um, right now it's it's in the 20s here. We just had snow and it was very cold. Tomorrow it's supposed to be in the 40s and then it's going to get cold again. And then it's going to get up to the 50s and then it's going to get down to the 30s. We're a roller coaster here. It's, it's ridiculous. But uh, it definitely, it definitely, you know, I want to start a Patreon. You know, I, I appreciate everybody out there. I just didn't want to feel greedy or like I'm begging or taking or asking for too much. You know, I promised myself I would start one when I hit the thousand subscriber mark. And I'm, and I'm holding myself to that. You know, it might be a while before you guys can do give to the Patreon or support me that way. But I've, I just vowed to build a community first. And that's I got to stick to my morals on that, you know. Definitely. You know, I'm at I, Toronto's awesome. You know, the Toronto Cannabis Show is coming up this weekend from what I'm told. And if you're going, go because some friends of mine are going to be there. Grower Joe from Basement Auto Flowers is going to be there. Northern Scroggers is going to be there. Um, I think even, don't quote me, I'd have to go look at the, the awards and everybody that was on there. But there's like a bunch of different podcasts and creators they're giving away a creators award and it's going to be awesome i'm hoping one of my buddies that i truly you know support will be one of the winners you know northern scrogger he works hard he's got a big impact and so does grower joe i would like to see the support go that way you know they're they're doing a lot of things you know i i our event season hasn't started up here yet one it's too cold but we do have some events coming up very soon. I mean, we have some that happen, like small ones, but I'm talking like ones that are worth going as a podcast, as media, and actually getting some content. We have one coming up the 29th of April, and I'm very well looking forward to that. And then it's, oh, here we go. We got them back. Hey, yeah. I think it's going to work this time. Let me see if I can turn this sideways. I'm using my phone now. All right. All right. Um. Yeah, that works okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, definitely. You know, we were just talking about my show here, Mackie and them, and, and they were asking if I had a Patreon and all that. And I said, you know, I want to do it eventually, but I uh, 
I, I vowed on my own morals to build my audience and community to a thousand subscribers before I introduced asking for any support. Sure. So definitely, huh. you know, but back, back, back to our conversation here, you know, so yes, sir. you got, you got cut out a lot there. The We'll repeat the question. Where was one of the most risque places you have partaked that you can talk yeah. about? Yeah, I'm going to say I was on vacation uh, in the Virgin Islands. Oh, wow. That had to be <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. And it was back way back when. Oh, my God. It was a long time ago. And, and uh, it was a great time. It was, you know, you didn't, you didn't expect to be uh, imbibing away from home. And I definitely, was. It was definitely, it was definitely. Just, yeah, it was terrific. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. You know, and and that leads me to my final question, and then we can just talk about your sure. upcoming book, and we'll talk about your upcoming podcast. And my final question is, and I like to ask people, and I like to ask that you give your organic answer. That means the first person that pops in your head. If you could smoke with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? Dead or alive? And it can be anybody. Anybody. <laughs> ah, well, you know, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I mean, if, I was, if I was in a really humorous mood, God, I would love to smoke dope with Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that, me too. I'm not going to lie. That would be awesome. Yeah, you know, know, I, just to be stoned uh, with with Donald Trump. And I'm not telling you one way or the other about my oh, politics. Right. Yep, yep, but, they're not, but they're not his. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be, but if I was thinking somebody historically, uh, oh boy, you know, um, gosh, that's just a tough question, you know, and it's not like I haven't ever thought about it before. Abraham, sure. Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln would be kind of fun. Definitely, uh, definitely. I, I, you know, I've always been told that he, he did uh, uh, hemp. Uh, yep. in his pipe. I, in that's his pipe. what I heard too. Yep. Yeah, I heard so, he had a whole field. That's yeah, so we could, I heard it, on another it, podcast. I was like, I, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I don't know if it's true, but we could introduce right. him to the real yeah. stuff and we could start start the legalization <laughs> process early. <laughs> Definitely. Man, uh, could you imagine if they would have back then, though, how, how yeah. things would be today? Oh, wait, things would be so much different. So really, much different. Really, really, yeah. really. Really. Yeah. Again, that's that's another reason why I use the word cannabis instead of marijuana. Uh, you know, it's it was it, it's a word that's pejorative. It was used and developed uh, to get us, you know, to, to get Americans scared about the yep. uh, use of this stuff. So, yeah, crazy, crazy. crazy. I'm not too sure high on homegrown if that is was a law or not. I would have to definitely check into that. I don't want to quote some false information, but. I do know that hemp was a big thing, kind of like cotton back then. You know? Oh no, hemp! You had you know in, in in George Washington's day, that's how you paid your taxes. You were okay. required. You were required wow. to grow hemp. Uh, and Man. Uh, sim similar situation in Canada. I mean, the history of the illegalization of of this in both Canada and the United States. Phenomenal. Oh, crazy. I learned something new right now. You know, yeah. you guys educated me. I did not know that, you know. That's yeah, I mean, in Canada, they snuck it in. It was like, I think it was something like 2, 2 30 in the morning. I don't even think they had the word marijuana in it. And and, wow. they, had, and they added it in later. Ah, you know, just, it was crazy. Yeah. So thank goodness for where we are today. Let's yes. make sure that we protect what we have. Definitely, definitely. You know, I speaking of Canada, this morning I seen that a headline that they have gotten the green light to uh, export to Brazil CBD now. Wow! So, yes, that, that yeah, that'll be interesting. And it'll happen. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense for us to be growing cannabis in Alaska when we can be getting it from someplace that doesn't have to do it indoors electricity and you know lights right. and, yeah the carbon yeah. footprint yep yeah so that's exactly. the next that's the next frontier it's coming it's definitely coming uh uh you know there, there's no question the congress is going to look at this thing uh and exactly we, we got to make sure that this this cuts both ways not party issue <laughs> right 
Ah, my mouse is sticking here. Ah, my uh, my hands are sweaty, and I use a laptop for now. I'm upgrading equipment, but it, I'm on a budget. I'll admit. Yeah. So I, I, I've written all my books on a laptop. In fact, one of them I wrote on an iPad. So uh, there's nothing wrong with a laptop. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, but my trackpad just because my hands been sweaty. Uh, it's all sweaty now, and it's like it's like having a wet. I don't want to even wipe it because I might mess something up here. Ah, <laughs> I'll wait until the end. Um, but it, it's like having a wet screen on your cell phone. It doesn't mm -hmm. like to work. Mm -hmm. My next step is an actual keyboard that I can have in front of me and a mouse. That way I can interact closer with you guys in the chat because I don't have to look to my right to hit the mouse to make things pop up and do this. And I'll have it right in front of me. And that's probably going to be this week. I might even go... Well, I might go tonight and get one actually. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I uh, definitely, you know. So you got a podcast coming up. Do you have a name for it yet? And yep. have you done any episodes yet or is it soon uh, to it's, drop? It's going to drop, I think, uh, April 7. Uh, okay. It's going to be called Teamy, the Teaming with Mike Wilbes podcast. Okay, excellent. Yeah. You can't get more difficult than that. Yeah, and yeah. we're going to basically concentrate on gardening, but with a really heavy bent on the soil food web and also a heavy bent on new stuff that's being discovered. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. You know, that'll be awesome. And, and when you get that launch, you know, shoot me over the link. And what I'll do is I'll re-edit this episode and I'll put it in the description. That way people know right. where to find you. So Super, can, I appreciate that. So we can start shooting some of our audience your way, you know, because in, like I tell everybody, you know, and a lot of people – they hear me say it and they, they agree. You know, this industry is kind of like the Thanksgiving table. There's enough chairs around the table for us each to pull up a chair and have a plate in this industry. Yep. And, and I'm willing to support anybody. You know, I'm not out to compete. And people are like, well, that's part of the game. Well, it might be, but it's not then, my game. It know? doesn't have to. And it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a, yeah. People listen to different different podcasts for different reasons. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's. It's, definitely, it's, definitely. It's all good. It's all good. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah. So, uh, and you asked me what the weather was here. What's the weather there? Uh, well, if my screen wouldn't be messing up here, it's because it's, it, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally going like this because it's wet <laughs> from sweat, unfortunately. But it's, it's, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll check my weather thing here. It is, if it will connect, supposedly it says it's 40 degrees out, which is hard to believe. I don't think that's accurate. I think it's more like 25. It's very close to how you are. Oh, um, good. We, uh, we did warm up a little bit this afternoon to the point that we had a, we gotten dumped on the other day, uh, yesterday or the day before. It was six inches. Of snow out here and then boom it's gone today and then it's supposed to start raining after midnight and they're calling for an inch and a half of rain so that could pers possibly change to ice and it's like well welcome to michigan you know yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so we, we didn't we haven't gotten a lot of snow so i'm thankful this year you know hmm. it's been great I, I definitely i i don't know if i believe you know I, I, I'm not going to say anything about it, but I don't know if I believe in global warming, but I can tell you that our winters have definitely been changing a little bit the last couple of years to the point more on the mild side. But when we do get dumped on, we do get it for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. It's just, it hasn't been really that bad. You know, when I was a kid, I remember big old snow banks. And now maybe it's because I was a kid too, and they seemed bigger, but now it just don't seem like it's nowhere near as bad as it was when I was a kid. And it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, 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 definitely. You know, something like that. And I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do nothing with the chat or nothing with you guys. So if you guys are saying anything, I do apologize. Like my screen is kind of like froze over there because my mouse froze up. So yeah, that'll be something we'll, we'll be working on on the next episode. You know, I'm always addressing little problems that I have 
you know, I'm getting better. You know, I was originally one screen. Now I got a big screen connected here. A, a buddy donated it to me. He's a computer technician. And he's like, we got a bunch of them in the storage room. You can have them. And I'm like, okay. So I take it, you know, I ain't going to say no. And like I said, we're getting better. My ultimate goal is back here. I want to do a nice backdrop with a nice neon sign. That is our logo. Um, and I want to kind of spice things up in here and get a little bit better lighting and eventually put a, a camera in our tent so you, we can watch the growth while we're doing the show. But hmm. the problem with that is, is I don't want I'm trying to find a camera that doesn't have infrared because I don't want I don't want that in my tent. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's bro science, but I don't want to find out and have my plants here on me because of some infrared rays or something like that. So I, I I'm playing it safe. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's good. You know, I don't know that technology, but I'm just following my gut with it, you know, and we're going to, I got a camera mount made for the tent custom made by a company. And then I come to find out the camera had infrared and I was like, oh man, because it's wireless, I wouldn't have to wire any wires. It's rechargeable. Sure. It would have made it totally easy. But well, I don't. I that's you're outside of my area of expertise. So, so I yeah, maybe same I, here. I, maybe I'll let you go with that. Yep, definitely. So, you know, with that being said, I'm gonna end the show here. I'm gonna try to get my mic to work. I mean, my mouse to work here. It's definitely not working with me here, but uh, you know, uh, there we go. Maybe. Uh, nope, it's not, I don't think it likes me. So huh. I'm probably going to have to end the show the hard way, <laughs> but All right. you know, definitely, you know, my mouse stopped working here and I'm trying to get it to work, but it doesn't want to work. And yeah, it's fun because it, oh, maybe it's working. Sweaty hand syndrome. You know, I, I have sweaty hands and it doesn't want to work with me. Ah, where'd it go? It disappeared. <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to close the browser the hard way and I, we'll call this the end of the night. And I can't play the outro, guys. I'm sorry. We had a little bit of technical dip. Oh, wait. Is it working? Maybe. Uh, nope. It moved, but it does not want to move any farther. You know, it's, ah, I don't even know here. Now it disappeared everything. So, oh, oh, is it working? Oh, I got it to work. Maybe. Maybe not. Oh, maybe. Come on. Oh, there we go. Ah, now it's doing its own thing here. So you guys have a laugh here while I'm trying to get it to work. And, you know, I apologize for the, ah. yeah, it's, it's got a mind of its own. It's definitely ah, no got a mind. Yep. So you have a great evening. I'm sorry about that. Not a problem. A lot of fun and we'll do it again mm. one of these days. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you for coming on the organically. Yeah. My pleasure. Stay well. You too. Hi. Yep. Well, guys, I'm trying to get us there. There we go. All right. Maybe. All right, guys. Have a great night. I'm sorry for the complications at the end. We had a little bit of technical difficulties here. But as I said, everybody have a great night. And thanks for checking out the Organically Blunt Show. If I can get this to work. You've been listening to The Organically Blunt Show, a cannabis lifestyle podcast that's raw, uncut, and unedited. Thanks for listening to the show. We would like to give thanks to this episode's partners. Grow Strong Industries, the mother brand of Gorilla Grow Tint, Kind LED, and Lotus Nutrients. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. 
Seedsman Seeds, a trusted seed bank with over 20 years in the industry. Use coupon code organicallyblunt10. Horticulture Lighting Group, HLG, real efficiency, real yields, and made in the USA. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Rain Science Grow Bags, one-of-a-kind mesh grow bags that eliminate problems and increase yields. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Growth Bags, the best curing solution to save terps. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Captain Redbeard Seeds, genetics that are loyal to the soil. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Humboldt Seed Company, Humboldt's original seed. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Fishhead Farms, the maker of fish shit. The most robust beneficial bacteria on the market. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Sofim Genetics. Quality genetics at a fair price. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Green Wolf Genetics. These genetics come from a wolf pack that runs with quality and no BS. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Utopic Essential Nutrients. Discover the truth. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. Stream Gardening. World leading mycorrhizal fungi. Dry tents because we all need a place to dry that harvest. Use coupon code organicallyblunt. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at organicallyblunt or on Social Club at organicallyblunt. You can reach us also via email at organicallyblunt at gmail.com. Organicallyblunt can be found where you listen to podcasts such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. See you next time on the Organically Blunt Show.